is to look like you every day Lord my one true desire my one true obsession is to follow Sima Shai Dilikomo Subrondi Hassan. 
Oh, Father, we look up to you tonight. We bless you. We bless you, Jesus. Tonight, oh God, we pray for encounters, 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 sweet spirit, encounters. Koni mi kavali haso prete, de komala di mi kapaya. Resha da 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 da. Re komoko vadi mi ni kavandi ieto, mola koni mi kapaya di aso fende bene kotaya. Ibigi mi ko bronzo tina naya, le komo lo brondi bohoshaya, aligo mo lo mono shina namata, ala grande gumi ni kovaya, le baba shada da da grandi bini mataya. Ikola dividiata brondi koshina mate rabba shada da 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 gavada da brondi brohoshka bremos kivini mikabala da diata moraba basko bele komolo dono moho shadiata adega da 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 bani mikobondi ha moraba basse kronte veniata ya ikomala dimini kabala diakova na kosha rabba sofreto shividi inkapala moleko na namasu Somebody, you want to lift up your hands, lift up your hearts, lift up your voice, and bless the name of the Lord. Just bless Him, bless Him. He's worthy of all our things. He's worthy of all our praises tonight. He's worthy of all our worship. More than a song, you want to give him a you want to give him thanks. Bring unto him all thanksgiving do his name. Every adoration do his name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Rebecca Maladimini Kapaluatai Ligro O Faradimasha. He come cover her sunimitaya. Rabadimini Kapaya Kombra Ita Kevene Komaluata. He cono mohosha. He comanana. Oh, 
Father, we bless you. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you for showering upon us your mercies, your grace. Somebody continue giving him thanks. Praise this good God. Praise him, lift him up. Bless him and give him all adoration to his name. He alone is God. He is worthy. There is none like him. There is none. There is none. There is none. There is none. He who upholds all things by the word of his power. He who has been merciful unto us. By his mercies we are not consumed. He is the eternally blessed God. From everlasting to everlasting he is God. 
Rababasha da 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 gavadi biatora morekombro ofaniata from everlasting to everlasting. Lord, you are God. We bless you, Jesus. Allah kombre iatidi bikabalata ya rababasha da 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 di biki bidi birondos kofroni biatolo mola kodi biikapaliata rababasha da 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 rababasha da 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 rababasha da 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 rababadi kovando sheme. Nekovali Ibrahim, Molaru Asumi Ete, Adigade, Emokoma Yatana, Adekimo Somoho, Rino Sima Lakateno, Morababa Shekonte Kemeni Aronde, Olabia Sombe, Niko Nemekovaya, Idanada Badimi. Somebody want to ask for cleansing by the blood. Say, Father, even as I ascend into your holy hill tonight, cleanse me, purify me, whole and whole, through and through, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, spirit, soul, and body, from all vain imaginations, from every form of unclean thought, every form of unclean thought, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, make me whole, make me whole. I ask that you make me whole, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that even as I come before your throne of grace, I may behold, I may behold your face without any error, any form of, any guilt from my conscience, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and obtain mercy to help in this time of need. Father, ask for cleansing by the blood of Jesus, make me whole. Purify me, O God, by the blood of the Lord Jesus. Make me whole, make me whole. Spirit, soul, and body, Lord, O God, take away from my heart, my mind, my soul, my conscience, anything that will be a hindrance to my experience of your glory tonight. And wash me clean by that blood that was shed on Calvary's cross for the remission of sins. O God, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh father oh father I bless you Lord I bless you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I renounce and I denounce every covenant that is not of you in the name of Jesus I renounce and I denounce every covenant. Lord, we renounce every unholy covenant, agreement, and contract we have entered into that are not of your will, not according to your will. We renounce every unholy covenant. We separate ourselves and sever those ties, soul ties, spiritual ties, bodily ties with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, in the name of Jesus, and we join ourselves to you, you and you alone, in the name of Jesus. For he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We are one spirit with you, O God. Therefore, as we commune with you, we pray that we, your, our humanity will be exchanged hey, for your divinity that will come fully into the image of yourself in the name of Jesus to look like you, to express you at all times in the name of the Lord Jesus, to function like you at all times in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Oh, 
Rino Sima Kapaya, Shaka Takapakapala Dibini Kapadosha, Malua Sovrendi in Kapaluata. Somebody, if you came with your spiritual tongue, you want to pray in the language of the Spirit, pray in the language of the Spirit, pray in the language of the Spirit. Bible said, But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding us in a glass, hey, the glory of God, are changed. We are changed. We are changed into the same glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Alimo Kavianta has let out, let it loose, let it loose. Pray in the language of the Spirit. You are telling the Spirit of God, grant me strength, empower me in the name of Jesus Christ. Powerment, Abia Kombelehet, Empowerment, Alia Kombenekovaliata, Rabbe Shekembenekovaluatino, Orako Shekebeniata, Rabbe Dunimika Prianda, stir up my spirit, stir up my spirit, energize my spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. I bring my soul into compliance. I command my body, my soul into alignment with the demands of the moment tonight. In the name of Jesus, I command my spirit, my soul, my body into the demands of tonight's meeting. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I shall not miss my blessing. I shall not miss my glory. I contact grace. I contact grace. I contact grace, I contact grace for manifestation. In the name of Jesus, Rebecca Somebody pray, pray. Lift up your voice. You want to redeem every time. You want to redeem every moment. You want to ascend, ascend, ascend deeper, ascend higher. Keep ascending. Keep ascending, keep ascending. Oh Jesus, giving him a in Kapaluata, Rabashada da Gavanimi Kapando, Morako Sevendi in Kapaye, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Nikomo Hosona Mosha, Dibro Sivinimi Kapai, Lepanimi Kapai, somebody pray, Kolibo Shadi Ante, Rabadibian Kapande Balekovaha, Adegadaga Dimini Kapaha, hey, you are before her, hey, the Almighty One has, you are before her, your only helper you are before her, your creator you are before the one who never gives up upon you her, Limos Kavadi Ante her, Renos Kavaliata her, you are before the throne of grace her, therefore, O Konimi Kaprandi Iata, Legadimini Kapaha, you want to become desperate and naked. 
naked before your God. You want to become as naked as much as possible. Lose yourself. Lose yourself. Oh, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. are ready for tonight if you are ready you want to type thank you jesus please mute your your speakers amen let's mute our microphones kindly mute your microphone and don't forget to keep liking the show amen You are welcome. You are welcome. Minister Frimpong Asante. Minister Steph, you are welcome. 
Minister Winning, God bless you for joining us. Cassandra, God bless you. Eugene, God bless you. I think we just had um, Junior Benson Idahosa, God bless you for joining us. Amen. We are about getting into the Word of God. Amen. We hope you stay with us. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, so tonight we are continuing in that which God started with us in our previous meeting. The power and purpose of vision and planning. Amen. This is part two. Amen. In a new year, it is essential that we have a vision from God with which we run. Amen. And it's good we have clarity concerning that vision. Clarity concerning that vision. Amen. Hallelujah. Last last meeting, God did marvelous things right here. Aside the teachings, we realize how the, the power of God moved mightily. Amen. So today, we go deeper. We go deeper. We go deeper. If you are ready, you want to type, I'm ready. I'm ready. Type, I'm ready. As we do a quick recap. Type, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes, God bless you. As you type, God bless you. Habakkuk said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon my tower and watch to see what he will say to me when I am reproved. Hallelujah. That is readiness. A ready person is one who has adopted a posture to receive. A ready person, a ready Christian is the one who is desirous to apprehend. Hallelujah. If there is no desire, there is no delivery. Where there is no desire, there is no delivery. Where there is no hunger and a thirsting, there is no satisfaction. Bible says, blessed are they, or blessed is he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for he shall be filled. Hallelujah. God bless you for being ready. God bless you. So I want to do a quick recap of our last session. A quick recap of our last session and then we continue with what God has for us today. Amen. Last time we said according to Romans chapter 8 verse 14 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 27 that as many as are led by the by the Spirit of the Lord, they are the sons of God. And Genesis 1 verse 26 and 27 says, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness. And Bible says that God made man, <coughs> sorry, God made man after his own image and after his own likeness. Hallelujah. In Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Bible says that God says, For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you. They are plans of peace and not of evil, and to bring you to an expected end. And God, as a master designer and a chief craftsman, always knows the end from the beginning because he is from everlasting what to everlasting hallelujah our god is from the everlasting to everlasting so before he declares the beginning of anything he had already accomplished or finished it 
So he knows the end from the beginning. And we realize from Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 that where there is no counsel, the people or where, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. They perish. People perish. And we realize we are born for a purpose because we are not born to do everything. You are born for a purpose. You are not born to do everything on earth. And that purpose is the vision of God concerning your life. And we said that vision is a faculty or state of being able to see. The ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And that is that is a generic definition. Another de- generic definition of vision is something that is seen in the mind. Or the act or power of imagination seen or sight. And then we realize that the, biblically or for the believer, the vision of God is the, the, is the personal voice of God to that believer concerning life's what purpose is a personal voice of God to that believer concerning what life's purpose what God has called you to do hallelujah in John chapter 15 verse 16 the Bible says that for you have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordained you that you go forth and bear fruit bear forth bear much fruit and that your fruit should remain and then he continues to say that so that whatsoever you would ask the Father in my name will be given unto you or will be done for you. Hallelujah. We didn't call God. God has called us. So vision is a personal voice of God to us concerning life's what purpose. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, downwards we realize that Jeremiah was called as a prophet to the nations from the womb. God called him and ordained him before he was even born. Before his conception, God was called him and ordained him as a prophet to the nations. When he, he himself was even a clot of blood, before he became a clot of blood, when he had no idea of what God wanted to even do with his life. So eventually when he came out, when, when he, he had put on flesh, he said that, but I cannot speak. I cannot speak. He started judging himself by his limitations because he had not yet apprehended the vision of God concerning his life. His challenges and his weaknesses became that which he had said before him because vision had not yet been apprehended. Hallelujah. But when God spoke to him, but when God gave him that which he had unveiled unto him, his plans concerning his life, now Jeremiah was able to what? To accomplish the will of God. He was emboldened. He received boldness just as Paul. Hallelujah. So we said vision, when, when discovered, guides and imposes discipline or restraint on our lives. Without a life or without, without, without apprehension of vision and purpose, life can be lived anyhow. Because a man... With a vision, a visionary man or woman lives a narrow or disciplined life. But a man without a vision lives, lives an, a loose life. No boundaries, no priorities, no timing to what they do. Nothing at all. And we realize how that vision simplifies life by controlling our choices. Vision simplifies life by controlling our choices. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. And we say that vision, because vision simplifies life by controlling our choices, we're able to know where to go or which way to go and what to do. And by doing so, we also know what to not do and where not to go. Hallelujah. And we realize that vision is from God. And because vision is from God, the planning of it must be informed by God. Hallelujah. We said vision is, is said to be discovered because it is from God. It is not our ambitions. Vision is not our perceived intentions. Vision is different from ambition. Hallelujah. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. And then we realize that one of the greatest gifts that one can get from God after salvation is a personal vision from God. So we said that without vision, we fail to create the happenings in our lives. And then we end up becoming what? Slaves to life's random realities. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you there? Please don't forget to keep liking the show and dropping your comments. Amen. If you are present and you are not sleeping, please keep engaging the show. Amen. And we said that each new year is a fresh lease of time, a fresh package of, 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 of time from God to us. It is given freely to us by God to be lived satisfactorily in labor of achieving God's what? Purpose. So it is usually important that we review the previous year or the past, our past moments, and take stock of our lives. Because each new year or each new each new package of time, like this new year God has given us, presents opportunity to redefine our purpose and vision. So by reviewing, by reviewing or taking stock of our life concerning the previous year, we are able to know or tell whether we are still on course concerning God's ultimate vision for our lives. That which is to make us or enable us fulfill our destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we realize that in, from Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 15, living testimony, you are welcome. We hope you stay with us. Realize that Paul was a man of one thing. David was also a man of one thing. So Apostle Paul said that this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing toward the mark so anybody or any visionary man or woman must be or learn to become a man or a woman of one thing usually when we are our focus is divided it is a sign that distractions have come our way and our efforts end up being dissipated because we are not able to converge our our efforts in one particular in onto one particular objective or goal we split them and hence we don't benefit. We end up not getting any result from the effort that we put into those little, little, little ventures or distractions. But when where there is a vision from God, a true vision from God, it drives us. There is a zeal that comes with it to drive it into accomplishment and that narrows our focus. So we don't live life anyhow. 
We don't live loose lives. We said that a visionary Christian is one who lives a narrow life because that which you wear, where you sleep, what time you sleep, what you put into your body, what time you wake up, your associations, how you spend, all of these things are, even the places you go and where you don't go, all of these things are informed by the vision of God concerning your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it, is, it will be sad or it will be, it will be strange or unreasonable for that, the one who has been called to become a footballer to be associating himself with architects because you realize that even though both of them revolve, involve some level of motor skills coordination, coordination of, of our, our motor skills, our hands, our brain, eye, and all of those things, the footballer ends up using much or much of their body than the architect. The architect works on paper. The footballer works on the field. So of what use will that association be to the footballer? Hallelujah. Of what profit will that friendship or that connection be to the architect who has befriended the footballer? Maybe they may learn a few common traits, common traits such as diligence. But as far as vision and purpose are concerned, it is like a weed growing in a garden. Hallelujah. So we must be men of one thing. Hallelujah. So that is just a summary. Now I want to get into today's word. Hallelujah. God bless us for staying. So like I said, we realized from our previous meeting, that is episode 23. Episode 23 of this podcast, which has been published. You can revisit and listen to it if you missed, if you were not around it's been published, so it's available on the page. You can go back after listening to this one to go and listen to that one. Amen. Because this is a build-up from that um, previous episode. So we realize that from that episode that you are not a biological accident. Hallelujah. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Don't forget to keep liking the show. Follow the platform if you haven't followed us. Amen. Please follow the platform if you haven't followed us and the way to do that is to press the cross button at the top con at the top right corner or at the above your phone depending on the type of phone you are using it probably may be displayed differently but it's a cross button close to the name of the podcast that you can press towards to follow amen so you are not a biological accident some of us our parents say that they were they didn't have plans for our birth but as far as god is concerned you may be born poor, you may be a parental accident, but you are not what a biological accident as far as the plans and the visions of God concerning life is concerned. And as far as the corporate vision of God for humanity is concerned, you are not an accident. Hallelujah. That is what he says in Jeremiah chapter 9, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He says, for I know the thoughts and plans that I, the, the thoughts that I think toward you. God thinks toward you. Even when you think you are a biological accident. Mighty, you are welcome. God bless you. We hope you stay with us. God knows you are not a biological accident. Hallelujah. You are not a biological accident. So, 
why what is proof for what we are saying genesis 1 verse 26 and 27 the bible says let us make man in our own image after our likeness so god created you intentionally there was there was some level of intentionality absolute intentionality about your creation even though men man may say your parents by virtue of their lack of adequate preparation may say that you are a biological accident they wanted to abort you and here you are living you are not a biological accident let us make man in our own image after our likeness that is to say let us make man to look like us and to function like us hallelujah and god didn't leave it there he created man and he gave man plans and he described the nature of the plan that he has for man therefore our true future is not in our plan but in god's plan so last time we established that vision is different from ambition hallelujah vision is not ambition hallelujah yes you you are made in the image of god so you carry the image of god you are you carry the exact imprint of god hallelujah so if if somebody wants to see god they must just look at you if if someone wants to understand how god functions they must just look at you they must look and examine your life closely that is why as christians we must truly accurately what represent god one thing every 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 believer must endeavor to do is to accurately represent god not just go to church not just seek for prophetic words not just not just um, go to work and come back and not just do anything anyhow because we are created in the image and the likeness of god hallelujah that is why it's not everything that we have to pray to god about sometimes god requires that we take authority in his word and rebuke the devil or command certain situations and certain troubles to disappear from our lives sometimes god requires that we exert that power of attorney in the name of jesus sometimes god requires that we apply we deploy that authority we have as kings we are a royal priesthood do you not know have you not read in the scriptures that you are a royal priesthood a holy nation and that you are called forth out of darkness into his marvelous light bible says that by by wisdom kings rule and princes decree justice so kings rule where the word of a king is there is power so it is not every day that we have to cry uh, uh, cry to god about situations in exodus 14 verse 14 and 15 uh, the bible says that god said unto moses wherefore criest thou unto me tell these people to move forward when god has given you everything it takes to make life to build your vision there is no need being a cry baby or a, a, a cry mama hallelujah God expects us to execute that power. Hallelujah. Minister Charles, you are welcome. God bless you, Tiwa. You are welcome. God bless you for joining us tonight. We just started. We haven't gotten anywhere yet. We just started. Don't forget to keep liking the show. Follow the podcast if you haven't followed us. So anytime we come, whether it's a teaching session, a prophetic session, or a prayer session, you will not miss any of our meetings. Amen. Here we believe in teachings, we believe in the prophetic word, we believe in prayer. Because without prayer, there is very little any believer who is, who, is, who, who, who is daring to do great things for God. And great things with God can accomplish. Without prayer, you can do barely nothing. Because prayer is one of the lifelines of the believer. Hallelujah. So we are people of prayer. 
we burn and inspire others to burn for Jesus. Hallelujah. We are not just desirous after things, after gifts. Our sole aim, our whole ambition that we drives us the most is to apprehend Christ, is to win Christ. Apostle Paul says in Philippians 3, Hallelujah. To be known of God and to make him known to our world. Amen. Amen. Okay, so you are not a biological Lord accident. No matter the circumstances surrounding your birth, that is why there is a vision of God concerning your life. There is a purpose of God concerning your life. So vision is not assumed from man's transient thoughts. It is exhumed from God's eternal counsels. Vision is not assumed from man's thoughts. It is exhumed from God's what counsels. So if you want the vision of God concerning your life, you have to dig. We will get there very soon. We will get to how to apprehend or how to capture the vision of God concerning our lives. And we will look at the biblical examples of how some, some people like Moses went about it. How Paul, Apostle Paul, encountered God's vision concerning his life. How people like um, how people like Jesus lived out the vision of God for their life. We saw Esther. We, ha- we, we, we know of Jeremiah. We know of Hannah. We know of what? Even Noah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll get there very soon. Very, very soon. Please, can someone help us with Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 and 10? The reason why we can't just assume, any assumed vision is, is a mere ambition. Any, uh, any assumed vision of man for themselves is simply an ambition. True vision is revealed by God. True vision has its source from God. Every true vision is unveiled through channels from God. Hallelujah. Bible says that remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done. Saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Hallelujah. All of God's pleasure. Bible says that we were created for the pleasure of God. All of God's pleasure also includes the creation of man. All of God's pleasure, pleasure on the face of this earth, includes the creation of man. So we were created for his pleasure. And you see, he says that, the Bible says that, he says his counsel shall stand and he will do all his pleasure. Then he says that he declares the end from the beginning. So before you came to the face of the earth, just like Jeremiah, it says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee. Before you were formed, I knew thee. So God knew you and he had plans. God is not now planning your tomorrow. He knows tomorrow. Our tomorrow, today is January 23rd, 24th of January, 25th of January, even 2024, 2025, 2026. They are all in God's past, but they are in our future. 2024 and 2025, even 2030 and 2032, 33, 35, 2040, they are all in our future, but they are in God's past. That is why we have to entrust our lives, purpose, and visions to Him. Because before He came, He brought you, before He shot you as an arrow from eternity into time to come and what? Fulfill His counsel here on earth. He had already finished everything that pertained to your life. 
Did you not read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9? It says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared, prepared, prepared. Oh, Kimo hasuni mikapai. Prepared for them that love him. Prepared. That is in the past tense. Prepared. I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things, yes, God bless him inside winning for that scripture. But, 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 it, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And how do we access those things? Those things are the vision, they are, they are the components of the vision, the ultimate or the, 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 the larger picture of the vision of God concerning your life. Those are the things. But we search them out by the search of the Spirit. There is a search engine that God has made available to the believer through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It enables us to search the deep things of God. Not so that we can know God only. Not only in knowing God. Not only in in being able to apprehend instructions from God. But also in in discovering the purpose, the vision of God concerning our lives. Please, can you help us with the next verse of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9? Bible says that by he, it is revealed unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Please, you are waiting. I hope that I got it, I got it right. Uh-huh. It says, but God has revealed them to, unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. That is why Purpose is different from ambitions. You are, you know, you are, or that is why vision is different from ambition. You know, you are, you are, you are living the vision of God when it is coming from God, when the Spirit of God gave you that thing to run with it, like Habakkuk did in Habakkuk chapter two, verse one. You know, it is a mere ambition because you feel like doing it, or people are saying because you are good at it, you should do it. Hallelujah. If you are following, you can throw some fire. Hallelujah. I was stunned. I was stunned upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will see. I says, I will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. What God will say, the voice of God to you personally is your personal vision. So we realize the other time from Genesis chapter 11, how that is it, verse 2 and 3 downwards, how that the people of the land of the plains of Shina decided they had an ambition. They said, Let us build. That wasn't the will of God. Let us build a tower into the sky to reach into the sky so that we can touch God. So that we can get to God. And Bible says that even though they are operating the protocols of vision, they had imagination at work. They had foresight at work. And then they had the resources. They had a common language, unity of purpose. But God said, let us come down. If we don't come down and, and, and destroy these people's agenda, confuse their languages, they will be able to achieve that which they've set their minds to do. And they said one to another, Go, let us make brick and bend, and bend them thoroughly. 
and they had bread for stone and slime and slime had they for mortar and they said and they said go to let us build let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name they wanted a name for themselves is that the will of god for yourself for your life that you have you make a name for yourself he says lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth hallelujah the bible says and behold minister jennifer god bless you says and behold and the lord said behold the people is one you see you see the the kind of auxiliary verb that the the bible uses to describe their corporate unity uses is that is the kind of unity that exists among the trinity they being functionally different government governmentally diverse still does not prevent them from being ontologically what equal and united hallelujah so god is three but united in one it is his functions his functionality that makes him operate as a three person or tripartite in that nature quintessentially god is one in composition but functionally he exists or he operates as what as a, a three person hallelujah or three persons so the the unity that existed a similar thing existed here says let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech hallelujah i want someone to keep um copying we are live that we are live post on the page and keep dropping it on the whatsapp page so that those who haven't joined us could join us amen so bible says that the lord scattered them from abroad the lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth and they left off to build the city ella you are welcome amen so the vision of god is a counsel of god vision is not assumed from man's thoughts it is exhumed from god's eternal counsels vision is not assumed from man's transient thoughts it is exhumed from god's eternal counsels this is this is this is this are some of the statements that the spirit of god gave me directly from him as i was preparing for today so some of the things i had to carry my phone with me just as he says it i quickly write it hallelujah Today I'm ministering from the the, 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 the the inscriptions from God on my phone. So we realize from Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 and 10. Please help us, help us with that scripture again. The Bible says that what? The Bible says that God knows the end from the beginning. So God's plan stands. He says his counsel shall stand. That means that any vision that comes from God, any vision that has its roots in the counsel of God shall stand. It shall also prevail. And like we said, our tomorrows are already past tense for God. So 2024 and 2026, even though we are yet to enter into those years, they are God's past tense. They are, they are in God's past. That is why we have to entrust Him with our future. So last time I shared with us some of my experiences in life, how that some of my family members wanted me to pursue law and other things. That, that was mere, that, was, that would have been mere ambitions mere ambitions and if god is a vision the the, the the god of the vision or the source of the vision we are sure that he would definitely be the same god of the provision 
because men fail. The man who was telling me to go and read law while I wanted to read science does not even know his tomorrow. He doesn't even know he'll be, when, whether he'll be alive the next moment or the next two weeks or the next five years. He, he didn't even know. So why should I follow such a person? Unless he's speaking to me by revelation or by the spirit, it is carnal and it's mere ambition. So we understand from Isaiah 46 verse 10. Hallelujah. Somebody, are you here? Are you here? Remember the, remember the former things of old, for I am God. God is saying that take stock of all the things he has done in the lives of, of, of Abraham, of Isaac, Jacob, of Moses, of Hannah, of Esther, and of all of Abigail, all, the, all of the people of God. Take stock of all those things and know that he is God and there is none else and he is God and there is none like unto him that he declares the end from the beginning. He declares the end. He knows how your, your future is going to turn out. And he says it while you are yet starting out life. And from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done, he says, he proclaims, saying, my counsel shall stand. So if your vision is rooted in God's counsel, God, God's eternal counsels for your life, then it shall stand. It shall not fail. It may tarry, according to Habakkuk 2, verse 3. He says, though it tarry, wait for it. It shall not tarry it, it, it shall not fail though it tarry hallelujah it shall not fail once it's coming from god no matter the length of time no matter the opposition no matter how people want to to destroy you no matter how the wasters of destiny wasters of life plan against you like the, the joseph's brothers a plan against him and put him into the pit and potiphar came against him lied upon him he was castigated or incarcerated sorry yes after the castigation he was incarcerated and then when people he fell on the butler failed him and all of that no matter all of those things bible says that god propelled him into the manifestation of that vision they were all stepping stones because the vision was coming from god the dream he had concerning his life and destiny they came from god so it couldn't fail none of the scriptures no scripture can be broken he says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Do you know that you are a word from the Lord? You are a unique word from God being spoken into our time and our season. So if a man, a man wants to, if you want to understand, Asante, I hope you'll be stable, amen. I hope you'll be stable. I don't know whatever keeps taking you out and in. But if you are active, I can assure you that the app will be stable on your phone, amen, and you'll be blessed, amen. Tiwa, God bless you. Where did I even get to? Where did I even get to? Yes, it says, Do you know that you are a unique word of God? You are a unique word of God being spoken to us in the generation. Some people, when it comes to the power of God, God wants us to look at them. Some, some people, when it comes to demonstrating the love of God, God, they are the unique word. The, the, the summary of their destiny or their vision is love. Some people, it is prayer. Some people, it is charity. So each person is a unique word. No matter the length of your life's vision or purpose, you are a unique word from God to this generation and to the people of God around you. Some people are helpers. Some people are blessings. People are, some people are financiers. Hallelujah. And if you are a word from God, because the counsels of God cannot fail, you can't fail. 
Bible says that so shall my word be. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. So if you are a unique word of God being spoken, Apostle Paul even said the same thing. He said that we, you are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Hallelujah. So you are, we, we, we all together form sentences, the sentences of God. We form the paragraphs of God. We form the story of God on the face of this earth. That is why we need to come together in fulfillment of God's corporate vision. Hallelujah. You can't fail. It is impossible. It is impossible. If you are word from God, it says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It, you can't fail. You can't, you, your life cannot fail to deliver or it cannot fail to yield results so long as you are running with a vision and a purpose of God concerning your life. Your life cannot fail. Bible says that, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall what? Prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So you are a unique word from God. Your destiny, your vision is a unique word. Your life is a unique word of God being spoken to men in this generation. That is why we must learn to affect this generation, our lives, the lives of people around us positively. Hallelujah. Throne room. Please are welcome. God bless you. That is why you cannot what afford to live anyhow. Also for throne room of grace prayer network. You're welcome. We hope you stay with us. Amen. So because, because the, the, the word of God cannot fail, if our visions are rooted in the word of God, they can't fail. They can't fail. So we must learn to graduate from ambition to vision. The vision of God is merely, or the ambition of men are merely our thoughts, our intents, our desire, that which we, we seek to accomplish. Hallelujah. But the vision of God is the voice of God, the unique voice of God to you concerning your life. Hallelujah. So you are not a biological accident. There is a purpose. According to Genesis 1.26, God was intentional about your creation. So the circumstances of your manifestation of, upon the face of the earth might be or might look like they were accidental, but you are not an accident as far as God's will is concerned. Just like Jephthah, just like David, you are not an accident. Hallelujah. The parents of David, I believe, thought that he was a bastard. Excuse me to say. But little did they know that that little boy that they put in the bush as a shepherd boy to look over sheep was a key player in the destiny of the nation of God, Israel, the people of Israel. That he was the giant killer or the giant slayer and that he was born to even do what Paul and then the armies of Israel what Saul sorry and the armies of Israel could not what accomplish but just imagine David isolated in the bush despised by his siblings his family and his step his step parents and and even other people around him but his vision when he got before Goliath he said is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who, who is standing here every day, day and night, defying the armies of Israel, the armies of God? There his purpose or his vision began to speak. 
We said that every vision speaks. Hallelujah. Every vision has a voice and every vision speaks. And the, many visions will not speak at the beginning. There is no vision that speaks at the beginning. At the beginning, people will be like, hey, can this one, will, will this ministry even survive? Will this ministry even go far? This ministry is, is into teaching and prayer more than prophetic or anything. Is it going to go far? Yes. If it is the word of God which we know and we are convinced of. First Timothy 2 says that, he says that, Surely this foundation of the Lord standeth sure. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Have, the, the, the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. Having this seal. The Lord knoweth. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Hallelujah. Every vision of God is backed by God's provision. If he is the God of the assignment, he will definitely be the God of the consignment. There is nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. Amen. Amen. This, this, this platform will bless lives around the world and we know it will go far. Amen. Hallelujah. And the platform or the ministry will not only go for every consistent partaker, every available partaker who has been consistently partaking and supporting, you have a share. You have a share of God's blessing. Every blessing of God upon this ministry, every corporate anointing available, may God make you a partaker of it in the name of Jesus. As the ministry grows, you grow with it in the name of Jesus. Your growth spiritually, your growth financially, your growth in business, academics, your growth in your relationships shall never be stagnant in the name of Jesus because you are a partaker of the altar of God. He hasuni that is why when visions begin like this it is wisdom to buy into the vision imagine the friends of david in his youth imagine the friends of david in his youth or in his childhood who despised him and said that just like they, they despised jesus can anything good come out of nazareth then philip said come and see come 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 and see those who despise David, I believe later they said that, hey, this David who despise, come and see, come and hear, come and see. He had taken down Goliath and he has the head of Goliath. Come and see, this David, this same David had been enthroned as king of Israel. Saul has been taken down and God has exalted him. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 8, Bible says he lifted up the poor out of the dungeon, out of the miry clay and set him among kings, among the princes. I wish someone could help us with that scripture. But it takes vision for a lifting. It takes vision for a lifting. Though God's mercies are sure, it takes vision. First Samuel 2 verse 8. It says that he raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dungeon to set them among princes and, do, and to make them inherit the throne of glory. The throne of glory. Do you know that every believer has a glorious destiny, a destiny in God? Do you know that as a believer you have a glorious destiny in God? That God did not call you unto shame and reproach, but unto glory and virtue. And it takes a lifting by His grace. It takes the, 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 the apprehension of his, his vision and running with that vision to be able to, to, to be lifted to inherit or to enter into the inheritance of that throne of glory. Hallelujah. For the pillars of the earth, Bible says that they are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them the pillars of the earth are the Lord's he has set the earth upon them he has set the earth upon them hallelujah if the earth 
rotates 24 hours on its axis and it has never shifted or tilted by one degree it has never failed failed in all of its existence one day to 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 rotate it the seasons and times have not changed then you know that this god is faithful then you know that the pillars upon which he has set the world on can't fail and therefore if your vision comes from god your vision can't fail i want someone to type i cannot fail prophesy into your own life say i cannot fail i cannot i can never fail my destiny shall not fail my purpose shall not fail my vision shall not die even though it tarry it shall speak it shall speak it shall speak hallelujah you cannot fail beloved beloved you cannot fail failure is not part of the definition of god's plans for your life please somebody help us with psalm 31 verse 15 I have a lot to share and already at the introduction i'm almost stuck time is going we have less than an hour amen please help us with psalm 31 verse 15 psalms 31 verse 15 yes you cannot fail psalm 31 verse 15 remember you are not you may be a parental accident by the description of men or your parents but your you 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 you, you are not you are not an accident as far as god is concerned you may be a parental or biological accident, but you are never and never and cannot be a divine accident. God has plans concerning you. He has thoughts that he thinks toward you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And they have plans to give you a future and a hope to bring you to an expected end. Hallelujah. Psalm 31 verse 15. The Bible says, My times are in thy hand. This was David actually speaking. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from them that persecute me. It takes understanding of, of life's vision to know that it comes from God. That was what David was saying. He says, my times. Because one of the components or the ingredients of, of, of when it comes to the fulfillment of vision is time. It's time. At the end it shall speak, though it tarry. That talks about time. That talks about time. We'll get there. We'll get there. Amen. So everything that you are ordained to manifest is already prepared. Like we saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man or the heart of men. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. The things which God has prepared. Prepared. That's, that, that is in the past tense. That suggests that God has already finished those things. God has finished those things. So everything that you are ordained to manifest is already prepared. And, and burning ones or the Jesus Campaigners Movement Ministry, our vision or our theme for the year is glory and manifestation. So we are saying that everything that you are ordained to manifest in January, in February, in March, April, May, June, July, August, in September, October, November, in December 2023, even in 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, up to 2030 and beyond, they are all, they are all already prepared. They are all prepared. The only requirement now is accessing the vision of God where what is prepared is unveiled to you so that you can begin to walk in the fulfillment of it. The only requirement is accessing the vision of God where it has been prepared, where what has been prepared is unveiled to you so that you can begin to walk in the fulfillment of it. Hallelujah. So sometimes you ask yourself, if someone is to think about you, or someone is to think something about you. What are they reminded of about you? 
if someone was to think about something that reminded them of you, what would it be? What would it be? These are some of the pointers to God's vision concerning your life. Or it is a, a sign that you are on course as far as the fulfillment of God's vision for your life is concerned. Some people, I think of them, some, some people on this platform, when I think about them, when I think of them, what comes to mind is service. There are some people here, when I think about them, what comes to mind is, is a global icon when it comes to fashion. Some people, when I think about them, I see prayer. I see prayer. I see prayer. These are all signs that they have identified and they are beginning to walk in the vision or the purpose of plan concerning their lives. Amen. So visions are like seeds. Until they are initiated, they don't grow. Until they are planned, they don't grow. Once initiated or planted, they are given life. They receive life. So they begin to grow. They begin to behave like a living thing. A vision begins to behave like a living thing once it is initiated or planted. Because it receives life in order to grow. Hallelujah. Proverbs 19 verse 21. Please somebody help us with that one quickly. In the name of Jesus. It says, Bible says that there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. Many devices, ambitions, desires, your will, your will, your will, they're your will. There are many devices. Bible uses the word devices to describe them in a man's heart. But it is the counsel of God that shall stand. That is why as long as it is going to take you, as long as it is going to take me, we must spend time in locating that will or that desire or that counsel of God concerning our life, that vision of God. Because it is the vision that will not fail. But my will can fail. My desires can fail. God is not obliged to, to find or to fund or to give support to that which he never initiated. God is not obliged in any way by any standard even though he has exalted his word above himself. When you are in the wrong vision, you are living out the, the wrong purpose or ambition. You can pray all there is. Pray all the word of God you know and God will still not mind you. God will be silent on you. Maybe by his mercies, by his mercies, he may reveal himself to you might give you a vision to correct you to just realign you to tell you you are on the wrong path but he's not committed when paul was persecuting the church which was contrary to the vision of god the true vision of god concerning his life he had support from the pharisees and from some of the people in authority in his days but not from god he had he had the backing from the people in authority but not from god other than that, there wouldn't have been that Damascus experience that ultimately unveiled. It led to the unveiling of his purpose, his destiny in Christ. His vision in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
All of these are only supporting the fact that there is a need that you identify your vision. There is a need I identify my vision. And, and when, when I'm talking about identification of vision, I am talking about the ultimate, the corporate, your, your life's full vision, the vision of your entire life. But this vision is further segregated or demarcated or should I say divided into minute visions. I call them micro visions. The bigger vision or the macro vision is divided or further divided into what? Subdivided into micro visions. Micro visions are the microcosm of the macrocosm of the main vision that God has given you. And the, 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 the smaller visions, the microcosms or the micro visions are lived out moment after moment, time after time, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. So the ultimate vision of God, which is the macrocosm, might be that God wants you to become what? A man of God. Let me use myself as an example. But it takes what? Dedication. It takes dedication. It takes dedication. It takes planning. It takes a daily routine of studying the word. It takes a daily routine of praying according to the word. Having a, an ongoing, working, living, genuine, sincere relationship with God. Daily. No matter what is coming at me. Whether I am at home or not at home. Whether things are working fine or not working fine. I must be able. I must be able to sustain a working relationship with God every day of my life. Every year of my days. So that I can ultimately function. I can ultimately what be able to enter into the fulfillment of that goal of being called to be a global a, a, a global icon in a kingdom who is to touch and turn destinies and lives around for the will of God. Hallelujah. You can't achieve everything at a goal. At the beginning of this the, today's meeting, when I was doing a recap of the previous meeting, I said that you are not born to do everything. There are many things in this world. The world has many problems. You are not called. You were not called. Even Jesus did not come and solve all of the world's problems. That is why he sent the Holy Ghost. And that is why he sent you and I here. We said in the beginning that you are a unique word of God. Sent into our domain. Sent into our realm. For a purpose. To come and speak. speak or reveal the, the, a certain aspect of God. A certain dimension of God. Into our world. Or in our world. So you are not called to do everything. You are called to a specific thing. Hallelujah. I am called to a specific thing. A unique thing. And that is why I must locate that thing. I must locate that thing. The counsel of the Lord. It says nevertheless. The counsel of the Lord. That shall stand. That shall stand. So it is the, the apprehension of the vision of one's purpose in life is made possible through divine encounters. Through divine encounters. So even though, you know, I can't, I, 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 I'm, I'm unable, there will not be enough time to treat life's vision as a broad topic and then yearly vision and yearly re, annual, or annual resolutions. The visions of annual resolutions also as another teaching. That is why I'm merging the two. 
So all of what we are sharing can apply to life's vision in broad terms. The absolute or the general vision of God. The ultimate vision of God concerning, concerning your life. And then you can also relate it to our year-by-year vision. So every year, the theme or that which you purpose to do must be able to help you accomplish or attain the, the larger vision or purpose of God for your life. That which you set out to do. If this year you, are, you set out to read a master's or a PhD or to go to the Bible school or to start a new business, then it should tie into the bigger vision of God for your life. If God has called you to write, and this year you are planning on doing something, you should be considering things like starting out writing a book, a manuscript, or, or registering for a blog. A blog so you can, you can start blogging, writing maybe some Christian articles, and so on and so forth. Or reading more. But if you, are, if you are called to be a writer and you're always listening to music, maybe to give you inspiration, but what are you going to do? Write songs? You are called to write books. Are you going to write songs? Hallelujah. So the apprehension of the vision of, of one's purpose in life is made possible through divine encounters. Through encounters, purposes are so isolated. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Through encounters, purposes are isolated. We will now look at how to encounter or how to position ourselves to, to encounter the, the vision of God concerning our lives. Hallelujah. We will we'll go through the steps shortly. Through encounters, divine encounters, purposes are what? Isolated. Somebody help us with Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. He says before, this was God speaking to the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah. He says that before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. This is what God is saying. This was, this was what God said. This was what God said to Jeremiah. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before you, thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee as a prophet unto the nation. So it does not, mat- it does not matter Jeremiah's um, 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 problems or situation. He probably might have been a biological accident or a parental accident as far as life circumstances were concerned. But as far as God's divine purpose was concerned, God says that before he formed thee, just like in Jeremiah just like in Genesis 1 verse 26 and 27, God, is, God was telling, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth, before your parents labored, they, they, they labored in birth to, to bring you forth, to beget you. He says that, I sanctify thee and I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. So it doesn't matter how you see yourself, Jeremiah. It doesn't matter your limitations or challenges. It doesn't matter how you, 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 blow, you, you, you blow out of proportion your, the challenges of, of, of your stammering, the, st- the challenges of your the imp- impediment of your speech, the challenges of your, your small stature, the, the, the challenges of your inconsistencies, the challenges of not having adequate money, no matter what you, your problem or your challenges are. He says that I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Tonight I pray that may God's ordinations and counsels concerning his vision concerning 
somebody who is listening to me tonight, your voice, your life, may it come to pass in the name of the Lord Jesus. May God grant you access. May God grant you access. May God open unto you channels. May God open unto you channels to apprehend his visions and his purposes for your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I declare and I pray for somebody that your vision shall not fail. Your vision shall not fail. Your purpose shall not fail. Your vision shall not fail. Your purpose shall not fail. You cannot fail. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it, and it shall it shall accomplish my will. Say ye the Lord. Isaiah 55, verse 11. Cornerstone, you are welcome. I saw one person also enter. Anointed lady, God bless you for joining us. We hope you stay. You cannot fail. That is why you must not look at your life, your life's intentions, vision, purposes. You must not view your life, examine your life through the lens of other people's what eyes that which people see. No, you can't fail. You are a royal priesthood. You are God's special delegate and ambassador to the earth, to the earth realm. You cannot fail. The whole of the government of God is backing you. It's backing your vision. It's backing your purpose. Beloved, you cannot fail. I want you to beat your chest and say boldly, intentionally, I cannot fail. I, Samuel, I cannot fail. I, Samuel, I cannot fail. My purposes shall not fail. My words shall not fall to the ground. The, the vision of God concerning my life it shall not fail. It cannot be defeated. No matter the oppositions, no matter the challenges, no matter the hindrances, it shall not fail. No matter the hatred of men, no matter the number of disappointments, I fail. It cannot, it shall not fail. You cannot fail. You cannot fail. You are like your father God. He says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. And were you not created in the image and likeness of God? Were you not created in the image and likeness of God? So what can you not say? What can you not do? If only you partner with God. With God, all things. For with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Amen. Don't forget to keep liking the show and follow the page if you haven't followed us. Amen. So, like Jeremiah, we must not look at our limitations. Don't let your limitations define you. Let the vision of God define your life, your every purpose. Let vision guide and direct you what time you sleep, what time you wake up, the associations you have, the kind of podcast you even join, the messages you listen to. What you do with your time. What you put into your body. If God has called you to so much and you know you need, to, you need a long life, you need to live longer so you can, you can fulfill life's purpose, you will not eat anyhow. Because eating anyhow, apart from, apart from um, um, belaboring the body, so that the body can get out of its, its uh, uh, stipulated health or the confines of its health, it can also lead to you being poisoned. When you eat anyhow, eat from anywhere, eat, eat anything without examining it. Our vision defines how we live our lives. So in this new year, 2023, 2024, 2025, beyond, you want to be intentional about everything you do. 
I tell people that prophecies don't fulfill themselves. So some of us are carrying thousands of prophecies that are not manifesting because we have, we have not prayed in proportion to the amount of prophecies we are carrying. So even though God's word cannot fail, it looks like prophecies from God are failing. Sometimes they fail because they are not coming from genuine men of God. Sometimes they fail because they are not coming from a matured prophet. Sometimes they fail because we are, and most of the time they fail, not sometimes, most of the time they fail because people of God are not praying. You are entering and partaking Bible in, I think in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 22 and 23, it says, what, what, what fellowship has, 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 has um, light with darkness and, 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 and the people of God with demons? When he was talking about, it's in the, one of the verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. What fellowship? People are jumping from place to place, church to church. People of God, unless you are sent over there, unless God calls you there, it is good that we examine our steps and we determine to be intentional and live our lives according to the vision and the purpose of God for our lives. Hallelujah. So when people look at you, what do they see? That's your value in relation to them. Hallelujah. That's why we must be intentional about the things we do so that we put value on our lives so that the people, people cannot ignore us. Hallelujah. Vision, you see, the world is filled with general people. It is vision that makes each one distinct or unique. So until you, you identify your vision and begin to live it out year after year, you are not different from the general people, the gen generality of people. Your vision makes you unique. Right now when we mention when I mention um, Donald Trump, what comes to mind? What do you think of? Donald Trump, I knew of him in 28, 2008, 2012. I started reading of his books even long before he, he became president of the United States. I read books that he wrote alone, books that he co-authored with um, this man called Robert T. Kiyosaki. So before then, he existed to me as a business mogul one of the world's richest and giant and most successful businessmen. But now he has a new definition to his identity as far as I am concerned. When I see him, I'm not only seeing a businessman, I, the first thing that comes to mind now is even the, a former president, an ex-president of the United States of uh, the US of A. Vision, because his vision what distinguished him, isolated him, made him distinct from the rest. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. When you think of Jesus, what's come to mind? I am the bread of life. In John, in John chapter 1, he says, I am the light of the world. Hallelujah. In, in, in John, one of, one of the chapters of John, I've forgotten. I, I know it, but I've forgotten. He says that I am the way, the truth, the light. No one cometh to the Father. In John chapter 15, he says, I am the, the true vine. And my father, the vine dresser, or the, the husband man. So, so, so Jesus knew what he was called to do. And I could identify with all of the, 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 the significant portions or pictures of his ultimate word, vision. The bread of life, the light of the world, the light of life. He is um, the true vine. He is the way. Hallelujah. Now, any vision from God will stand the test of authenticity, authenticity throughout life. Hallelujah. 
any vision from God. We realized from last episode that every vision that comes from God will be tested. That is why we must be sure vision is coming from God so that it doesn't fail. Or so that God himself does not come down to fight that vision. Because it is contrary to the manifestation or the fulfillment of his corporate agenda here on earth. Like he did to the people of Shina in Genesis 11. He says, now let us come down. God said, let us come down. That was the, three, the, the, the trinity consulting among themselves to come down and fight man. That was the first time I saw God himself fighting man. Apart from the sin of pride, which God fought himself vigorously in heaven and defeated the devil and brought him down that was another instance where god himself had to come down and confound the tongue of the people so every vision will encounter opposition sometimes god allows it the devil brings them and god permits them so even as we pursue our visions and our purposes we must get used to the idea of challenges each each season and each time every now and then you have to get used to it because these things come to test the foundations of our vision as to whether we build on or we are building on the solid rock or we are building on sand. Hallelujah. Don't forget that even Joseph's vision took him to prison. Samson's vision brought him face to face with many, many times with the Philistines. Jesus has to, Jesus' vision. Because of his vision, he had to endure misrepresentation, character assassination, aggressive opposition from Pharisees, the, 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 the scribes and the Sadducees and, and some of the lawmakers of his days, the emperors of his days. Every vision, even Jesus, had his vision tested. He said, I am the way. When he asked the disciples that, who do you say I am? Or what, who do men say that I am? Some say you are Elias, you are the one of the prophets. And he says, who do you say that I am? And he says that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. That didn't make him free. Knowing his identity and what he was called for. Bible says for this purpose, the son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the enemy. Knowing his purpose, his ultimate identity and his vision did not exempt him from oppositions or calamities or misrepresentations oppositions and any forms of tests of life hallelujah hallelujah one thing we must also know that is that with our vision with your vision you write your portion of history in fulfilling god's corporate agenda for humanity in this dispensation with your vision you are able to write your portion of history in fulfilling God's corporate agenda for humanity in this dispensation. Please don't forget to keep liking the show. Amen. Yes. God bless you, Minister Jennifer. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 4, verse 6. 14, verse 6. I almost said 4, verse 6. That is why I didn't say it because I wasn't sure. King Dave, God bless you for joining us a third time. We hope you stay. Amen. And be blessed by the ministration of the word. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth. King Dave, don't forget to follow the podcast. Amen. Just I am the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That was one of the manifestations. He manifested as the light of the world, the light of life, the true vine, the bread of life, and also the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So with your vision, with Jesus' vision, he was able to what? Write his portion of history. So today you can't talk about Christianity and not and the origins or roots of Christianity and not mention Jesus. You cannot talk about the gospel, the good news, and leave out Jesus because he's the centrality of all the gospel of Christ. What is your life being known for? The past years you have lived, what do people know you for? Are you going to repeat some of the mistakes of the past year in this year? Hallelujah. But God forbid, I refuse to repeat the mistakes of my yesteryears. I refuse to be a failure. I reject failure with all of my heart, my spirit, my soul, my body. I reject failure. I reject failure. I reject stagnation with, 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 with passion in the name of Jesus. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. Oh, Shima Sunde, Kola Duja Benemete, Ikola Brandi Benimitai, Zundi Kamanate, Degada, 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 Rakopeko Fadi Benimiko Sando Shebrendus Kabai. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He said that I feel the presence of God so mightily. The strange thing is that most of the sessions I pray a lot before we come online. Today I didn't pray that much, but I feel the presence of God so so mightily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So with Jesus' vision, he wrote his portion of history. In fulfilling God's corporate agenda of reconciliation of man, mankind, unto himself. In that dispensation. Now let's look at some of the tools for the fulfillment of vision. Do you know that in fulfilling vision, God gives you certain tools to empower you. They are to help you. Those gifts are not supposed to be used in isolation. Or they must not become the, 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 the fulcrum. The, they must not become the central point. The point of attraction as, as far as God's vision for our lives are concerned. He has given us gifts. He has given us skills. He has given us talent. These are God's abstract equipment. I divided these things into three. I divided them into three. As God led me. Then number one is gifts, skills, and talents as God's abstract equipment. Then number two, men, material and financial resources are what? Are God's material equipment or provisions. Hallelujah. We have the gift of, of men. There are some people like Jesus had his, his, his permanent three or four among the disciples. James, Peter, James, and John. No matter what Jesus went through, they were always available to help, to support, to bless, to uphold him, to minister unto him. To go with him. So much so that when he got to the hour of the fulfillment of his destiny. Even in Gethsemane. I think Matthew chapter 26. Bible says that Peter. Because of the degree of his loyalty to Jesus. Now even took a knife. And ended up cutting the ear of one of the soldiers. Hallelujah. That was carnality right there. But it was proof of his loyalty to divinity. So there are people. Their gifts, no matter the situation, whether it's good or bad, the same Peter who denied Jesus was the one who defended Jesus. The same Peter, after he was empowered, now won, won, won about 3,000 souls into the kingdom on one day, in one day. Sorry. So these are some of the tools. The third one is faith, character, faith, character, and time. They, I, I call them, they are key determinants and binding glues of vision. 
these things are straight and straight from God straight from the throne room so we said number one gifts skills talents and then men material and financial resources gifts skills and talents are God's abstract equipment men material and financial resources are God's material equipment or provisions then three faith character and time they are key determinants and then binding glues they are binding glues of vision no vision will proceed or stand the test of time no matter how big no matter how gifted the visionary is no matter how skillful or talented the visionary is it will not stand the test of time without what character without good character no vision will stand the test of time according to first john chapter 5 verse 4 without faith because faith is actually the ultimate security the insurance to every vision from god it takes faith to know that the vision will not fail because living out a vision itself is a risk hallelujah first john chapter 5 verse 4 it says that for this is the victory that overcomes I wish somebody could help us with that scripture. I said, for this is the victory that overcomes the world. Okay, well, for whoso, whatsoever is born of, of, of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. With faith in God, because the vision comes from God, when we place our faith in Him, no matter the challenges, no matter the, 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 the opposition, no matter the difficulties, no matter how long it takes, our visions come to life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time, time. When you talk of time, we are looking at two dimensions of time. Ordinary time in Kronos and then our opportune times. One of the keys to manifesting our vision is knowing our opportune moments and, and redeeming our ordinary times. Sowing seeds, investing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, just say something briefly about character. No, a bad character can disintegrate or pull down all the works put into building the building of a vision. Do you know that even many people oftentimes liken a bad character to a flat tie? And they say that bad character is like a flat tie. With that, you can go nowhere. When your car has a flat tie, all the other three may be working. But you, 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 your car might be able to move or locomote. But then the speed is impaired. There is a hindrance. And if all four tires are down, you go nowhere. Bad character is like that. That is why it is good that even as we have vision, we, we work towards our character to develop a, a godly character after the standards of the word of God, the prescription of the word of God. Lack of faith in God impairs vision. Hallelujah. It is the disconnection of the lifeline of vision itself. Lack of faith leads to the accomplishment of one's vision without God and inability to please God with one's life. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. So it takes faith for every vision, faith in God for every vision to be, to deliver or to speak. Hallelujah. Now it is good that we understand that vision clarifies purpose. Please today I'm speaking very fast because I don't want us to have another th- session. I have a lot to, 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 to deliver for us to wrap up. And that is why today if you've noticed I'm, I'm not relaxed as the first session. The first session was more of like the previous episode, episode 23 I, I think, was more of an introduction to 
the, the main thing. And today, even though we want, I wanted to ask to capture vision and planning together, there will still not be enough time for us to finish. So we will capture or we will tackle planning separately in another episode of this teaching or podcast. Amen. So that we can, we can get the best out of it. If I cram everything or compress everything here, believe me, it will not help us. Amen. Now, vision clarifies purpose. It offers direction and source of drive or inspiration beyond existing resources. So sometimes, because you, you, you know that you don't, you don't have what it takes to start a business, you don't have adequate capital, but because you, 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 have, you know that this dream, that this, this vision that God has given you to start a new business in 2023 is from God. You've dreamt about it. You, anytime you pray, you keep seeing that business. Anytime you go to bed, you wake up, you, you, you you, you keep seeing that business. You see yourself doing that business. The business excelling, expanding. The business, you know, in, the business touching, in fact, spreading everywhere. Even though you have, no, you have no money, but there is this zeal that cannot be quenched. The same zeal that drove Jesus Christ to, to the cross, even in the amidst pain and persecution and, and brutality and tribulation. A rejection by the very people he was sent to. He says, The zeal of thine house has consumed me, it has eaten me up. The same zeal that drove Esther in, in her vision to stand before the king and petition him so that the Jews, the, the Jews could be saved. The same, the same zeal that made her take that risk in fulfillment of that vision, that same zeal drive you so that you say, If I perish, I perish. Nothing moves me. Apostle Paul said in Acts 20, 21, he says, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself. When you are driven with a vision from God, Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So vision clarifies purpose, offers direction and source of drive or inspiration beyond existing resources. And understand that through vision, people give. Because people are ultimately looking to give to people. But not necessarily to people, individual. Other than that, you'll be giving money to anybody you meet on the street, just like that. But the reason why you give is either people who give money to individuals on the street or anywhere, just like that, it's usually out of charity. But people who give usually huge sums are given given into a, a vision or into a purpose. They are sowing into a vision. The people, somebody sowed a, a seed of almost more than 100 cities just this month, early this month or so. Into this podcast, somebody sold 150, another person sold, and I appreciate all of those things. God bless all, every single one of them. Minister Stanley, Minister David, Cornerstone, Cassandra, every one of you. Cassandra personally sowed a seed of 300 cities into my life. God bless you so much and I really appreciate People have sown seeds because they are sown into the vision. That the vision is blessing them. That, they, that, that it, is, it is reforming their lives, their value system, their thoughts. And then God is giving them breakthroughs day in, day out. So people ultimately give. And I believe you have a lot of examples that I, I can't even touch on. Amen. People of God, the way it's looking, we may have to come back. And I, I'm pleading with you to bear with me. We have to, we have to finish today's session. Amen. Amen. 
Anything that doesn't feed your vision, this is what God told me. The Holy Spirit said, anything that doesn't feed your vision is a distraction. That which takes from your vision is a threat. Listen, please listen, please listen. Anything that doesn't feed your vision is a distraction. These are words from the Holy Spirit. In fact, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was doing something. I had to leave, I had to put, stop it and take the phone and begin to write. Anything that doesn't feed your vision is a distraction. That which takes from your vision is a threat. And that which fights your vision is an enemy. That which promotes or supports your vision is a helper. Don't worry if you are unable to, to type or to follow and make notes. You can come back and listen to the podcast. Amen. I'm talking very fast. I know I'm talking real fast. You can come and listen and, and listen and, and be blessed and soak it up well, well, very well, or make notes later. Amen. Then he says that that which sees eye to eye in accompaniment with your vision is a friend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So vision has distractions, vision has threats, vision has enemies, vision has what? Helpers and then friends. Now, how to capture and write your vision? Bible says, without vision, without vision, do you know sight is trivial? Mm? without God vision becomes ambition and without God man is a danger to himself without vision sight is trivial without God vision becomes ambition and without God man is a danger to himself that's why every vision must be informed by God hallelujah how to capture and write your vision number one desire preparation and separation how do I capture the ultimate vision of God for my life or the vision of God for my year 2023 desire to identify or to capture the vision. Desire it. Please somebody help us with Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1. As I continue to teach, I'll read it out later. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1. Another person, please help us with 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 3 to 10. Desire, preparation and separation. So you get a quiet place from everybody. Free from noise and music and everything. Then you what? You desire. You set yourself up over there. You set yourself up over there. And then you seek, you seek the face of God. Habakkuk said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon my tower. Those were two things, desire, posture, and then prayer. I will, I will, he said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon my tower. The tower that connotes watching, the watchings of prayer. You know that prayer, there's a dimension of prayer that involves watching. Watch and pray, the Bible says. So get a quiet place away from all of everybody and then over there you see God. Hallelujah. Your, your heart cannot see or per perceive your vision clearly when your eyes and even the other four senses have too much distractions. That is why you have to, you have to desire and then you prepare yourself and then you separate yourself from your environment. Hallelujah. Remember that the beginning of Abraham's vision started with his living home bible says is it genesis chapter 12 verse 1 or 24 verse 1 it says that he says abraham somebody help us with that scripture genesis when is it genesis 12 1 or genesis 24 verse 1 it says it's either 12 13 14 15 or 16 it says that leave thy father's house and go to a land which i will show thee and 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 then bible says that abraham left in pursuit of the vision of god he separated himself from his family the name of his father actually means delay. So if he had not separated himself, that, that meaning, which was actually in the bloodline, would have held him down. Even though he even separated himself, it still followed him. 
there are many promises of God to him that delayed, especially that of the son, the promised son Isaac. Hallelujah. So if you don't separate yourself with a desire to demand, don't expect a delivery or a command from God. Yeah, Genesis 12 verse 1. God bless you. He says that now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of the country, get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will shew thee. A land that I will shew. He was going to engage vision, the side of vision. Hallelujah. So if you don't separate yourself with a desire to demand your vision, don't expect a delivery or a command from God pertaining to your vision. Number two, wait on the Lord while seeking for clarity and simplicity of your vision. You wait. Romans chapter 8 verse 29 to 31 makes us understand that whom God foreknew, he also called. Those he called, he predestined. And then, and those he predestined, he also justified. And those he called, he also justified. Hallelujah. I've forgotten the actual arrangement. But it seeks to say that as we seek, there is clarity to our purpose. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Hallelujah. So as you wait on the Lord while you are seeking for clarity of the vision, you listen and you 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 you, you learn to be perceptive. You listen, you listen. There is no time to share what I have here on my phone with you, people of God. To be honest with you, it is my, my it is burning in my heart to share, but I, I have to compress, I have to isolate, compress, and then deliver. Hallelujah. Now, so I'm going to skip a few things because our time is running out. You have to listen and be perceptive. Samuel had a voice. Hallelujah. When he laid his, his head close to the ark of God in the temple to sleep, he had a voice. Samuel, Samuel, the Lord called out to him. Moses saw a burning bush in Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 to 9. Hallelujah. But before that, he also got angered by the injustice and the maltreatment of God's people. So sometimes the pointers to our vision or purpose, life purpose, could be burdens that God lays on our heart. Not everybody will hear, may hear the, the voice of God expressly. God speaks to everyone in different ways. Some, some of them are through dreams, some of them through signs, some of them through burdens, some of them through um, passions. You, you realize you have this, you are naturally disposed to, to, to give in. It could be your ministry. You have to what? Lay on that and develop it. Amen. David had a tender love and care and aggressive protection for sheep. That was the same thing according to Psalm 78. Bible says that he led the people of God with the integrity of his heart. The same integrity of heart that he led and kept the sheep. That is, that is the kind of reference the Bible was making. So God, it means God knew what was in David for which reason he was preparing him in the bush which made him or which made him later take him according to first chronicles chapter 16 said i take i took you from out of the sheep cloth or the sheepfold and made you a, a, a king over my people hallelujah because of his heart he had tender love and care and aggressive protection hallelujah so these are some of the pointers as you wait on the lord you should be looking for jeremiah heard a voice in jeremiah chapter 1 Hannah saw a need in the house of God that was Samuel. He said that, Lord, if you give me this person, if you give me a son, I will give him back to you. He vowed a vow. The crying and the weeping and the agony of soul, according to 1 Samuel chapter 9 to 11, that was not enough. He was in agony of soul. And Bible says she wept bitterly. She wept bitterly. That did not answer or that did not bring the answer outrightly. 
But when she vowed, she vowed. Hallelujah. Noah heard from God. I think Genesis 6, concerning the ultimate fate of sinful man in his era, Daniel also understood by books. Apostle Paul's heart bent for the people. Hallelujah. So understand that the future is already prepared with God. He declares the end from the beginning. But as we wait, we are able to what? We are able to access. Access that which he has done. He has done from the beginning. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 30. Yes. It says that, Moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called. And whom he called them he also justified. And whom he justified them he also glorified. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 30. God bless you for staying with us throughout the teaching session. How many of us are blessed are blessed by this teaching? How many of us are blessed? Please please help us with 2 Chronicles chapter 15 verse 15. Now understand that in seeking in, in seeking seeking out the will of God for clarity, seeking out the vision of God concerning your life for clarity, the potency of your desire determines the clarity of your access. How much are you burning? John said in Revelation chapter 1 verse, verse 10, he says that I was in the spirit on the lost day. I was. Are you seeking in the flesh or you are seeking in the spirit with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul? Hallelujah. The moment the channel of God's, the, 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 the moment the channel of desire is in place, God opens up access to the visions that concern you. Hallelujah. Even David said, is there not a cause? Number three, write down the speakings and then the pictures of God concerning your life. As you are waiting and he speaks, he shows you pictures. He reminds you of certain things. You write them down. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. Number four, simplify and then document. At the end of the day, you may have so many things written out. I say that when it comes to vision and the prophetic God believes we have just two minutes. Oh, mercy, mercy. God believes in writing. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 15, 15. And all Judah rejoice at the oath. Our session is about to end in a few seconds. Please join me as we come back. Amen. I will send us the link individually and then on the platform. And all, and all Judah rejoice at the oath. For they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with all, with, with their whole heart, their whole desire. And he was found of them. And the Lord gave them rest roundabout. Hallelujah. So when we are seeking the will of God, the, desire, the desires of God or the vision of God concerning our lives, we ought to seek with our whole heart. It's the same thing in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 30. It says, you will find me. You will find me if you seek me with all of your heart. You will find me. You will seek and find me if you seek me with all your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord.